This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 276, Set Your Defaults, by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Is it set your defaults or set your defaults? Heard it both ways. English is so confusing, it makes no sense. Anyway, if you're new here, this is the podcast where I read from some of the best personal development and minimalism blogs out there, with author permission, of course. And now with that, let's jump right into Colin's post for today and start optimizing your life. Set Your Defaults by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. Years ago, I turned off the notifications on my phone. Today, except for rare moments when I'm waiting on a call or have an alarm set so I don't miss a flight, these notifications stay turned off. We don't recognize, I think, how much power we have over the tools we use every day. For many people, over time, these tools come to represent something other than what they are. They cease to be portals into a wider world, connecting us with knowledge and people to which we would otherwise be ignorant. These pocketable supercomputers are no longer thought of as always accessible lines between us and our loved ones, regardless of where we happen to be in the world. Instead, they've come to represent contracts and responsibilities, the exchange of our time for money, our energy for money, or youth for money. Phones and computers and social networks and the internet and all the little bleeping, blooping devices that fill our lives are opportunities. They have the potential to empower, so long as we're willing to see them as amplifiers instead of anchors dream expanders, not dream dampeners. The best way to remind ourselves of this and establish a healthy relationship with our technology is to ask ourselves why. Why are we using these little gizmos? What's the purpose of our interactions with them? For some, it's purely mercenary. I have a phone because work might call, a client might call, some other commitment, be it work or relationship related, might call. For others, it started out as magic and became something else entirely. We nearly wept with joy when modern technology became what it is, with the intuitive interfaces and it-just-works connectivity. For many, though, even those who once took pleasure in using these interfaces, in double-tapping and finger-spreading to zoom in, these tools are no longer marvelous. They simply are. They're convenient things that can entertain us when we might otherwise have to interact with our environments, things that connect us to a wider network, certainly, but a network we fail to make use of beyond what we're forced into. The expected exchange of likes, swiping our judgment of people left or right, sending DMs and pings and emoji-enhanced words to those outside our network, hoping to make a connection, struggling to regain some semblance of that magic we once experienced while plugged into this globe-straddling network of wonders that is now perceived as little more than a public utility. I think it's wonderful that these tools have become, in many societies, so ubiquitous that we can afford to take them for granted. I also think it's remarkable that they become such an integral part of social interactions that it's difficult to draw a line between real-world relationships and those that exist online, in-app, on-platform. 
These tools give us powers if we choose to acknowledge them as such. But in order to fully benefit from these heightened abilities, we have to lay out guidelines, set limits. Like any good relationship, we have to notice the big picture, take a good long look at ourselves, and be honest about what we need and what we don't want. We have to identify which aspects of this cybernetic future make sense for our goals, for our next steps, and which are just gimmicks that keep us engaged in measurable ways so that some business entity can make more advertising revenue from your attention. In practice, this means identifying how you're currently interacting with technology and working through your options. Chances are your devices have all kinds of notification silencers and app-specific switches you've never flipped. On your phone, on your computer, on your tablet, on your, I don't know, smartwatch, explore these options. Throw some digital levers. If you're anything like me, you'll find at least one that stops your device from doing that annoying thing you've always felt too busy to figure out how to stop. You can play with other knobs and buttons while you're there to see what options you have that you have never considered before. Change your phone ring, turn it off maybe. Set a time period each day for it to be absolutely silent. The robots haven't taken over yet. Exercise your authority over them while you can. This is also a good time to assess what your gadgets could be doing for you that they aren't currently. Your devices can serve as gatekeepers for your attention if you let them. Figure out which means of communication is the most practical and the least stressful for your day and demeanor and make that the most ideal option for others to use. I hate receiving phone calls, for instance. One way to keep people from calling you is to set up a voicemail box that makes it clear that you're far more likely to respond to email in a timely fashion. Set your defaults and limits to something ideal, then allow the world to reshape itself around you and your needs rather than the other way around. It's important not to let this sit by the wayside undone. We have all of this power, much of it unused, and many of us are allowing it to eat us alive. We allow these augmented relationships we have with each other, with the world, with the whole of human knowledge, to shape us in ways that leave us rattled and scattered and worried that we'll miss an important notification about whatever. In almost every case, these notifications are not important. They don't warrant the stress we've allotted them. Do this now, or make it a part of a larger plan to reset to zero if you have to. Either way, make yourself aware of your fast powers, assess which of your needs are not being served, and embrace the full scope of your cybernetic capabilities. Utilize your customization might. There's no reason these tools should be using you. Retake control of your digital life and be a serf no longer to the authoritarian pings that have come to negatively sway your day. You just listened to the post titled Set Your Defaults, or Defaults, by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And that's it for today. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show. 
in which I'll have a book excerpt. It's been a long time. I'm really excited to read to you from a new book. So definitely check that out. And I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.